This week on the NetApp Tech on Tap podcast, we talk about the upcoming OpenStack Summit in Austin, Texas, and what role NetApp and SolidFire will play. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi and sitting next to me is... Glenn Sizemore. Take two. Yeah. Yeah, for the listeners at home, uh, we got all the way to the end of a recording and realized, oh no, we don't have to hit stop, we have to hit start. Well, so we're going to try this again. To be fair, we noticed it fairly early in the process. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd call that fairly, but sure, we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah, we're going to go with that. All right, also in the studio today is... Andrew Sullivan. Andrew Sullivan. Hello, Andrew Sullivan. We're all in the studio today, and we have an, a full house on Skype. We have four people here to talk about the OpenStack Summit. We're going to go around the room with them in a second here. So um, OpenStack Summit, Andrew, you've been to one of those before, right? I have. What did you think of it? Uh, it is different than any other conference I've been to. Uh, so I've been to a number of VMworlds. I've been to DockerCon. I've been to any number of other things. And what makes it particularly interesting is the mix of different skill sets that are there, ranging from developers to uh, uh, system administrators to, you know, automators and just everybody in between, including, you know, product management and director level people and and all of these other things. So it's a really, really interesting conference, uh, one that I enjoyed immensely going to last uh October, November, whenever whenever it was in Tokyo. Well, and as I understand it, the, the purpose of the OpenStack summits are to actually set the agenda for the next six months of development. Yeah, well, it's uh, so it's two in one, right? So, for example, the one in Austin here in a couple weeks will be focused on two things. So one is the Mataka release that just happened, and I'm sure that these guys on, on Skype can, can talk a lot more about that than I oh, can. Yeah. But uh, so to talk about the things that are there, right? Hey, hey, users, hey, hey, customers of OpenStack, right? Here's the things that that you want to be aware about. Here's some of the cool new stuff. And simultaneously, there's the design summit where they're talking about all the stuff that's happening in the L release, the upcoming release. So, yeah, it's uh, two two in one, right? Both happening concurrently. I naively went into the last one thinking, oh yeah, I can pick up sessions for both of them. And no, yeah, they they are simultaneous. And I w- had to be very choosy with what I did and didn't go to. Everything's recorded? Everything's recorded. Yeah. So watch the old stuff when you get back, man. Go to the new stuff. Yeah. All right. So um, we actually have a podcast episode on OpenStack Summit from Tokyo. We talked about it on episode 13. If you're interested in that, go to techcontentpodcast.com. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk to our special guests again for the first time. Yeah, for the first time, Justin. That's right. All right. So starting out with our first guest, Kelly Beckman, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, even though we've already heard you say it before. I do open stack things. No, I'm uh, I'm a product marketing manager at SolidFire. I've been with the company for about two and a half years now, but really focused on cloud and orchestration automation solutions for about the last year and a half. Um, Austin will be my fourth summit. So I started in Paris and I've been to everyone since then. And Really looking forward to um, the first OpenStack Summit where we get joint message with our new friends and owners, NetApp. Also on the call today is Mr. Brendan Wolf. Brendan Wolf, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here? Hi, uh, nice to meet you guys. So 
Um, I've been with NetApp for uh, just a little over two years now. I'm the senior solutions marketing manager at NetApp covering OpenStack and containers. And so uh, I look at these things from a portfolio perspective, working with SolidFire and ONTAP and E-Series and Storage Grid and, and, and a few other things. Um, this will be my third uh, OpenStack summit. I started in Vancouver and then Tokyo, and uh, now it'll be in Austin. We're, we're pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to be here and talk about all the plans that we have running into the show that's just uh, two weeks away now. All right. John Griffith, could you tell us about yourself and what you do? Hey, yeah. So I'm John. Uh, I am a principal software engineer at SolidFire, now part of NetApp as well. Um, I've been at SolidFire for four and a half years, about, and working on OpenStack pretty much uh, from the start there. Uh, so this will be, what, like my 10th summit, I think? Something crazy like that. Um, so, yeah, so I do a lot of work on OpenStack, um, mostly around the Cinder project. I kind of started that uh, back at its inception. And I also work on all other things kind of cloudy. So I'm always looking at, at new things and, and doing some stuff, um, you know, around Docker containers or whatever it might be. So, All right, excellent. And last but not least, Mr. Rob Esker. Hey, yep, uh, this is me. I'm Rob. Uh, I spend all my time on uh, product management and strategy around OpenStack and... Uh, I guess ecosystem associated technologies, a lot of emerging stuff that's uh, kind of happening within OpenStack, within the fold, and then on the periphery of it, uh, you know, for the same types of use cases you would you would employ in OpenStack. Uh, in terms of uh, role within the community, um, uh, co-founder of the Manila Project and the last couple of years have also sat on the OpenStack Foundation board. Uh, same, same as last time, I, I think John uh, is, is all too humble. Uh, John is Mr. Cinder. If there's anyone, uh, that would be him. He, he indeed did start it and um, uh, certainly is looked to uh, for ongoing leadership in, in and around Cinder. So we have Mr. Cinder and Mr. Manila here. And it makes sense because we have two of the largest uh, contributors to the OpenStack Foundation in SolidFire and NetApp, right? Uh, good representation there. When we got when we acquired Solifier, we acquired a major part of, of the OpenStack implementation. You, if you look at the um, and and we do uh, the the community metrics in terms of contribution to Cinder Manila as a I guess a, a corporate entity NetApp, you know the combined NetApp and SolidFire uh, has actually been the single largest contributor to both the Cinder and Manila projects. Uh, and you know happy to go into details on that, but. Suffice to say, yeah, we're heavily invested. Excellent. So what do you guys plan on doing out there at OpenStack this year? Any sessions you're doing? Anything you want to talk about in terms of what sort of things you're speaking at? Sure. So I'll field that one. We've got about 17 sessions on, on, on tap. Um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think we have 13 that we got accepted, and then we have a couple of sponsored sessions. So really we're covering everything from Manila to Cinder to containers to um, Docker and part of containers. Um, we have some customer stories and, and anecdotes. We have some customers that are getting up to talk. Um, you know, this is going to be the first show that SolidFire and NetApp have a joint presence at, you know, across any technology. So the acquisition closed in February, and here we are in April getting ready to come and, and really present a unified joint message about, you know, how we're great for OpenStack. I might add one thing onto that. Um, for, for people who aren't familiar, uh, both NetApp and SolidFire have held <clears throat> leadership positions in the OpenStack space. So it's, it's really kind of... Um, 
unfortunate timing for this whole thing with uh, the acquisition happening uh, earlier this year, this being the first show where the community at large, I think, is going to be very curious on what this means for the, the, the two heavy hitters on the enterprise storage space be coming together um, and how that's going to lead the evolution of storage in the industry. And so that the you know, we, we're trying to put a, a message out there that um, we're excited about this. It's rounding our, our portfolio, and there's a lot of good work to do in the community as a unified force now. So, Andrew, you're also doing something at OpenStack Summit, aren't you? Yeah, I have a session. A session? A session. Can you tell us a little bit about what the session is? I certainly can. So my session is uh, it, it is big data sets with Magnum, Manila, and Cinder. So effectively taking Magnum, which is the uh, containers as a service, so to speak, uh, integration or, or project inside of uh, OpenStack, deploying either Swarm or Kubernetes inside of there, and then taking the data sets and basically manipulating them, right? So taking advantage of the features inside of Cinder and Manila to do data set cloning, data set manipulation, all without affecting production data. So it's a Thursday morning. I want to say at 11 is when my session is, if I'm remembering correctly. Which track are you in? The old one or the new one? Old. So it's, <laughs> it's exploring features of the current, uh, of the current release. Excellent. All right, so Kelly, um, you had some uh, ideas for kind of a roundtable discussion within the Skype container itself that we have. We have our own container of Skype, and uh, we do. We do. Is it agile? Can um, we spin it up. It, spin it extremely. Down it's so agile. I could just click a button and you'd be gone. Oh, <laughs> see, isn't that that's how it's supposed to work? That's right. So Kelly, if you could tell us, um, if you could start to lead this discussion within your container with Robert and John and Brendan about what's going to go on at OpenStack Summit. So one of the first things I kind of wanted to talk about was just how our products fit together. You know, some folks may be like, hey, you're both leaders in OpenStack. What does that mean now that you're together? You know, we can think of lots of things that are better together, like uh, peanut butter and chocolate. I think, John, you have a session about that at the summit, don't you? In fact, I do, yes. Um. So I'll throw this one out to, to John or even to, to Rob, just, you know, how do our products fit together with a broad portfolio view now? You know, if customers have needs around OpenStack, what are they going to find when they come and they talk to SolidFire or NetApp together? So, you know, the thing from my perspective is you've got um, one of the things we've always seen in OpenStack, especially around the block storage piece, is you've got people with different needs and, and they're building their cloud for different things, right? So... Depending on what that need is, or what your use cases look like, what your model looks like, um, you know, there is no, you know, real sil silver bullet. As much as we try, um, there's no one size fits all. So, you've got choices now, and you've got, you know, things as deep and integrated and as prevalent out there as things like E-series and some of the, the traditional NetApp products, um, as well as now you have the option of something like SolidFire. Um, and then in the future, you know, as we continue to integrate and grow and things like that, you're going to have things like those two working together, right? So uh, it's going to going to create a lot of potential. I think uh, it's going to change things a lot. Completely agree with John, um, which which I think might come as a complete shock to both John and I. But no, we we've agreed. Yeah, never that. happens. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 nevertheless. Um, uh, OpenStack certainly is sort of defined a lot of different ways. Um, I, I guess it's not necessarily um, used in a complementary sense, but I think a few folks had sort of coined the phrase a while back that every OpenStack deployment's a, a snowflake. 
and and what they're referring to is you know it's it's all frozen water and hexagonal but boy they sure do look a lot different from one to the next and i, I think that's probably getting a little better over time uh where it's becoming more apparent what the right choices are or the leading choices are and the distribution certainly have a role in this but what i'm trying to get at is that you know the the kind of fully cloud native uh, you know, b fully buzzword compliant app, de you know, application development shop that's building, you know, the next great thing has a different set of needs and, and way of behaving than, than maybe uh, more of an established enterprise that's been at this, um, at this game for decades. Perhaps they were, you know, on the leading edge of, of enterprise virtualization and they just want to, they need to provide some as a service capabilities, sort of modernize and check off some of the cloud uh, boxes, if you will. And for which OpenStack might be appropriate. Both would, uh, OpenStack could be conceivably appropriate for both ends of that spectrum. And and so your choices on how you compose that sort of storage tier underneath are are, are going to likely be a little bit different. Um, I'm particularly excited about the addition of SolidFire to our portfolio, and it filled a number of gaps that that you know had existed beforehand. ONTAP has its strengths. E-series has its strengths for block storage. SolidFire has its strengths, and there is overlap, but it also has strengths in way in places that just simply we didn't have a specific solution for. I, I mean, we we have the broadest portfolio of of options, both for, you know specifically for block, but also availing file and object as well, and and that's very much part of the mix. Again, dependent upon how you define, uh, you know, what you want out of your OpenStack cloud. I do actually just want to kind of relate a, a quick story, which might come as news to John and possibly Kelly. Uh, we, we had been developing a, an all-flash array at, at NetApp, had made some announcements um, around it, so you know all public domain stuff, um, appropriate for a podcast, hopefully, <laughs> called Flash Ray. And um, when I kind of surveyed, like, you know, competitively within Cinder, uh, you know, what was I concerned about? Uh, and, you know, NetApp has been, you know, the leader uh, as defined by, uh, the OpenStack Foundation uh, user survey in terms of what folks are using for production, but SolidFire was making, you know, uh, making up ground, you know, was, was, uh, was, was appealing to a very specific kind of customer. And so, so I had actually gone out and asked the dev team to build a flash rate driver as a competitive foil to SolidFire. Uh, you know, flash rate is no longer with us because we did one better. We bought SolidFire. Uh, problem solved. Uh, so, so, you know, best, best case overall. I like to say we upgraded. Indeed. Nice. It's a good way to say it. So I, I want to throw out this one to Brendan. You know, we've looked over how much SolidFire plus NetApp has contributed to the ecosystem, you know, our usage. Um, talk a little bit about how together the two of us are just really committed to the OpenStack ecosystem. Um, sure. So, you know, there, there there's several ways that we engage in, in the OpenStack ecosystem. Um, I, I like to say that the, the first way is that we contribute open source code to the community. And so this is code that gets pushed upstream and is usable by all our competitors, our partners, our customers. Um, and when you look at it from this point of view, there's um, two storage services that really stand out, two out of the three major storage services, by the way. Uh, one of them is Cinder. And if you look at lines of code of uh, uh, all-time contribution, uh, NetApp and SolidFire together are the, the dominant contributor at about 14% compared to uh, the next in line, which is um, about 9%. Um, I'm sure 
quite a bit of this came from SolidFire, but NetApp has also been a, had played a big role here. And this is recognized by the community. It shows a, a level of commitment over time. Um, it also shows leadership in the project itself. Um, you know, Rob mentioned a little earlier. John was the, John was the PTL on the Cinder uh, on the Cinder project, um, and so that gives us the opportunity to. Um, guide the evolution and development of these things as they move forward, and and, and we continue to do this. And it, the other storage product uh, project I'm talking about is Manila. So uh, this is very near and dear to NetApp's heart, who has a, a strong background in in, in uh, NFS. Uh, so uh, NetApp has uh, commissioned Mirantis, one of the other um, uh, distribution partners, to help us do a lot of the development in this space and. The vast majority of that development has been done by that partnership. So, um, you know, I was mentioning there's three ways we contribute. That was the first one is contributing code to the community. The other thing we do is we write drivers to enable our platforms. Uh, Rob touched on this a little bit, but we try and enable all our platforms to the best of um, their their, their uh, abilities in the OpenStack uh, uh, services that make sense for them, and so. Some of the platforms are uh, ONTAP, E-Series, Storage Grid, um, SolidFire, AltaVault, uh, and even OnCommand Insight, which is a, a dashboard product. Uh, and finally, the third way we contribute to the community is doing um, reference architectures and joint integrations with partners because nobody does it alone in OpenStack. And so uh, we, d we have uh, partnerships that we promote with the likes of Cisco and uh, Mirantis and Red Hat and uh, Chef and Puppet and, and a few other people. And don't forget, you've got Rob as a foundation uh, board member. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good point. We have positions of leadership in the community. Rob is on the board of directors. Um, uh, I, I I participate in, in the in the marketing council. We have somebody on the the uh, analyst relations council. Um, John was the next uh, project team lead, but he's still on the the technical committee. Um, we have uh, Ben who is a project team lead on Manila. So these are all positions in the community. Um, you know, we promote NetApp interests, but the reason we have these leadership positions in the community is we're also promoting um, the interests of Open of OpenStack overall and trying to promote it as a technology platform that um, has some real benefit to, to our customers. Yeah, and just to clarify, I'm, I, before anybody, because people will hear this and, and I'll get the hate mail, I am not on the technical committee anymore. I am actually I'm <laughs> on a hiatus. So, Oh, my apologies. I have been in the past several times, but I am not currently. So no worries. Great. Okay, so my Taka is releasing, or it released last week. Um, I, for one, think that's the, the most fun release name to say, you know, personally, my Taka. Um, John, tell me a little bit about what is coming up with Cinder in MyTaco. What can we look for? Did Replication make it in? <laughs> so, yeah. So Replication made it in. Um, this isn't the first time I've given this speech at a, at a release. Um, so we have Replication. Uh, this is the third round of Replication. Uh, we started off two releases ago with, uh, with the original implementation that was done uh, by a specific vendor. Um, unfortunately, there was only one vendor that was able to get it to work. Um, so then we tried this again last release, uh, made better progress, but it just it was just ugly. Um, it didn't go well. So we sat down. Uh, there was actually a Cinder meetup, uh, mid-cycle meetup there in RTP at the NetApp facility. Uh, a few months ago. So we all sat down there and finally just hammered out 
a reasonable plan and came up with something that we called cheesecake. Uh, we realized that everybody in the OpenStack community likes to argue over consequential, uh, inconsequential things like names. So we assigned fictitious names to things that didn't mean anything. So we're using desserts now. Uh, once we did that, we came up with cheesecake. Uh, we now have a DR type replication implementation inside of Cinder um, that's going to release with Mintaka. That actually we have. Uh, last I checked, I think there were six or seven vendors were all able to implement, and all able to implement pretty much consistently. So we're all using the same APIs, the same commands, everything else. All the behaviors are are the same. So so it's a good thing. Um, I'm kind of excited to see that. I think it'll be good. Um, and then there's just been you know the usual. Um, the usual things have been added in as time goes by too, of course. Um, you know, looking at things like converting Cinder to use objects all over the place instead of the crazy database access string update thing that we've done in the past and all kinds of stuff. So good stuff coming for sure. Good. Rob, do you want to talk a little bit about Manila and what we can look forward to with MyTaka? Yeah, I mean, I think the most significant um sort of new addition to it is a, a DR facility. So, you know, I guess you could say concurrent with, with the, the effort uh, that, that John just described uh, in the Cinder community, uh, the Manila community was able to deliver a, uh, a replication uh, feature set for which there's, you know, implementation among several drivers. And of course, as you might expect from uh, clustered data on top, uh, both in NFS and Ceph sense. Um, the other thing I guess that you know I really want to stress with Manila overall that is that it's starting to appear in the distributions. Uh, you know, it's it's in been in technology preview in in uh, Rel OSP for a little bit. Uh, it's part of uh, SUSE Cloud. Uh, I think it's uh, safe to say that there's a, a roadmap that uh, you know has been sort of uh, publicized around its inclusion with Mirantis OpenStack, and that's like a pretty pretty uh, critical. Um, milestone in terms of actually getting Manila in a consumable format into, into deployers' hands. You know, we have a number of folks, and you know, highlighted a number of them at OpenStack summits who are actively using it. But but getting it into a broader base or getting it out to to the mass market such that that exists for OpenStack, then uh, you know, this has been a key factor in actually getting Manila to proliferate. Um, towards that end, we're also uh, been putting some contribution. Uh, into um, SDKs, commonly used sort of developer libraries, uh, such that you know I don't necessarily want to have to go out and learn Manila. It's just sort of enabled for me to an extent when I actually use, let's say, Apache LibCloud, or you know, if maybe I, my 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 uh, my uh, weapon of choice is is perhaps Ansible. Uh, if I want to use Ansible Shade, there'd be enablement for that. Some of that's still in process, but that's been a big part of the emphasis is making Manila more consumable. Uh, make, make it uh, more broadly available, and then, of course, incrementally adding the feature set like the, the replication uh, capability I, I just referenced. Oh, oh what, and this is probably the most critical factor overall. The Manila community has voted upon a logo uh, set to be unveiled in, at the Austin Summit, so, so look for that. Explain what a jeepney is for those of us ah, who jeepney. didn't or don't know, because I didn't know. So, so loosely... Since I, I, I'm not sure I'm uh, quite as uh, up to speed on the history of this as I should be, I, 
after World War II, um, you know, the Philippines had been a you know, significant base of operations in the, in the, the war in the Pacific. Uh, and there were a huge surplus of, of uh, Jeeps, American Jeeps that were made available, sold or, or by other means made available to the public at large. And it turns out, I guess, they, they made for ta decent taxis. Uh, so, so today, if you go to Manila, you'll, you'll find the, the city in the Philippines, you'll find... Um, Not the folder? Uh, uh, no, no. It, it turned, we did consider briefly whether the Manila folder should be the logo, but no one was particularly excited about that. So jeepney it is. Uh, the connection is that it's essentially the de facto taxi in the city of Manila. Jeepneys are very brightly colored. Go do an image search for, for jeepney. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, they're, they're adorned and, and super interesting to look at. I think the uh, community arrived at like four choices and selected from them. We'll, we'll unveil it. Uh, I'm, and I'm sure it won't be controversial because I know in the process of voting, everyone was uniform in their feedback that they just loved it uh, at the OpenStack Summit in Austin. Awesome. So, John, let's look forward a little bit to Newton. Um, any big Cinder developments on the horizon there? Um, Multi-attach, HA, anything? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's, you know, there's some long-running things that have been that have been going on. Uh, you know, Dilluk from uh, from Intel and, and some of the folks at Red Hat have been working really hard to try and get us to a point where um, Active Active will actually you know, be something that can just be a standard inside of Cinder instead of, you know, right now you can do, you know, for example, with solid fire backends and stuff, you can do active active volumes and, and a couple other backends will let you do that and you can get away with that. Um, but it's not really something that's designed in the architecture and, and there are some, some pitfalls and some dangers. Uh, so there's a lot of work going on to actually, uh, just create, uh, the framework and the architecture and change some things around so that the cinder volume services can just run in an active active nature. Um, so that's really cool. That'll be some exciting stuff. Uh, I'm actually working on some code right now um, that is going to try and help us get to the point where the multi-attached stuff and everything else can finally finally get out there and, and be uh, you know pretty stable and usable and, and safe. Uh, right now it's not very safe. There's a bunch of little weird corners and in race conditions and stuff like that that aren't really addressed well so um working on changing how all of the attached detached workflow kind of kind of works right now uh to make it a little bit more simplified and and a little bit more robust which will help with the multi-attach so those are the, those are the two big things that i've got my eyes on um and then as always you know we'll get together in austin here in a couple weeks um all the devs will sit in a room and throw stuff at the wall and we'll see what sticks and we'll have more work than we can ever possibly do when we come out of there. So more work that you could probably get done in six months. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we never, we always come up with more than we can get done in six months, but that's just the nature of the beast. It's Rob, makes it fun. It does. Rob, anything on the horizon for Manila? Uh, yeah. So uh, a variety of things. Uh, I think there's work to be done on enhancing uh, the replication model I referenced, and, and certainly that'll be a point of emphasis. Likewise, an emphasis on active-active uh, arrangements and rolling upgrades. Uh, very similar uh, to, to what's underway in the center community and, and motivated essentially for, you know, for the same reasons. Um, in terms of, I guess, like NetApp-specific feature set, we're looking to, uh, and, you know, it's not... Uh, I should mention this is all, you know, sort of speculative. Um, we do try, we do 
since we're operating in the open, we, you know, we call shots, but uh, so I'm offering sort of directionally a target, uh, which is, is somewhat different than saying uh, absolutely this will occur on this day. Uh, but we have a, a capability for a storage grid web scale product, which is uh, an object storage server, uh, by the way, that can function as an alternative Swift API endpoint. Well, that, that product recently has, has made a, um, essentially a file system gateway available such that you can, you know, write and read objects uh, via, uh, you know, kind of a POSIX interface. So for scenarios, maybe like you're moving from kind of more of a platform two to a platform three style uh, of application, uh, this would be a bridge. You can think of it as a bridge. And, you know, it gives that file object duality uh, sort of, uh, it, it avails that. And and we'll write, and in fact, actually already have prototyped a, uh, a, a, a file, a, you know, this file gateway in front of storage grid web scale, we've, we've, we prototyped a Manila driver for that. So in scenarios where maybe you, you need to spin up um, uh, new shares or, or, you know, request existing ones, uh, in Manila, you know, you sell as Manila as the means of orchestrating that, you'll now be able to access that, uh, that front end storage good web scale. So that's, that's one specific example. I think, you know, a little bit more broadly, whether it be Manila or Cinder, uh, an area of, of, of intense interest is in providing um, uh, for the life cycle of, of, st of storage infrastructure underneath the service layer, under both a Manila and a Cinder. So at, at you know, some point in time, Manila or Cinder are going to re reach a sort of resource exhaustion sort of limit. And there's a lot of different ways you can measure resource exhaustion. The question is, how do I get, you know, more of that? It turns out, you know, SolidFire has some really compelling characteristics um, in terms of scaling that and, uh, and adapting autonomously for that kind of scenario. But that's not true of every system. And, and, and every system, SolidFire inclusive, is going to reach kind of a max headroom point in which it'll be necessary to address X2 and X3 and X4. And so we're looking uh, to invest in, in some capabilities that help automate that life cycle and allow sort of elastic contraction and, and, and expansion uh, per need. So that's vague, intended to be, but but an area of, of future emphasis uh, aligned to Newton. Yeah. Okay, so I want to switch topics to something that's probably the most important part of the summit, which is the community party, because we all like to party. Um, I know NetApp has sponsored the Stack City party. Um, Brendan, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what our party's going to look like. You know, I think it's a, a bar crawl up and down Rainy Street. People can go check out different bars, different vendors. But, you know, I think what we've got going on at the Blackheart Bar is going to be um, interesting, fun, and possibly humiliating. So so chat about that. No, I, I, I like the lead into that. Yeah. So um, for this event, the OpenStack Foundation has rented basically every bar uh, of significance on Rainy Street, which is about a block away from the Austin Convention Center. Um, and there's a lot of different uh, venues on that street, uh, and I think we got the best one. So we're sponsoring uh, the evening at uh, Blackheart Bar. So I invite anybody listening to this who's going to the show to come, come meet us there. Uh, we're going to have um, a bunch of NetApp people, uh, some of our executives, and we got a lot of great things going on in that bar. So um, first of all is the food. We have uh, barbecue, and I think that's uh, one of the best options of any other bars on the street. And Rob here, I think, can attest that it is authentic Austin barbecue. 
Um, so, sorry, Kelly. I, I know you. Have I know I'm from Kansas this. City, so nothing out of Kansas City will ever be authentic barbecue. But look, 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 I don't want to get the hate hate mail either. I know John, you know, felt the need to correct, but this is authentic Lockhart barbecue, and if you're a connoisseur, this matters. But trust me when I say, you'll like it. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm good. a connoisseur of meat. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, so we're going to have some, some good food. Uh, we're going to be in a, a great venue. Um, we also have uh, a whiskey bar, which has dozens of available whiskeys to come and, come and sample, whiskey, bourbon, rye. So come there, come visit us for, for some drinks and some food. And after you've had enough of that, um, come outside uh, because there's a, there is a patio area. And we have a country music band who's going to be... Um, Playing some 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 interesting uh, music for us while we ride the mechanical bull. Yep, there's a mechanical bull. So, so, so let me let me interrupt here and, and just recommend to folks um, from somebody that that rides livestock and rides bulls and stuff. Um, I would recommend that you ride the bull before you eat your barbecue and drink your whiskey. Uh, just a tip. Um, if, if, if not, Hey, that's fine too, but it, it could be really, really embarrassing. When Is you this a shaken, yeah, not stirred thing? I we mean, don't exactly. need to see the barbecue and the whiskey a second time. Exactly. Yeah. It's a thought. It's a thought, you know, <laughs> some people will follow that advice. Some people won't. And, uh, we're going to be there with the camera. Um, you know, posting to our Twitter feed, hashtag BBQ as a service, BBQ AAS. So come nice. out, visit us, uh, Blackheart Bar, ride the bowl, meet our meet our execs, and uh, let's have a good time. Thanks. And we'll argue over who's got the better barbecue because, I mean, Rob's from Texas, I'm from Kansas City, and I believe we've got some people in Carolina. We all could have a good barbecue throwdown. You know what? I forgot something. All right, um, I, because I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about the Mechanical Bull because that's something I can do. It's something I can't do is to win our prize that we're raffling off because oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm an employee of NetApp. And now you are too, Kelly, so you can't win it either. Uh, we're we're going to raffle off an Oculus Rift. That's right. Um, that's the uh, virtual reality uh, headset and platform that's um, – being uh, released by Facebook. It started, I, mean, I don't know if anybody knows the history of this. It, it was a Kickstarter campaign uh, down in Southern California, and then Facebook bought them for like a billion dollars or maybe even more, um, a lot of money, whatever it was. Uh, and it's been in development for the last couple of years. I'm sure you've all seen the crazy videos of people freaking out with the headset on. Um, so you can come down. If you stick around the bar and give us your info, you can win one of those. So can I, can I uh, summarize by saying... Um, uh, come come to the Black Heart and watch people uh, regurgitate barbecue and, and whiskey uh, and win an Oculus Rift and be freaked out. No, don't be freaked out. It's Sounds just like a, a party. mechanical bowl. It's just a mechanical bowl. I think you should wear the Oculus Rift while on the bowl. <laughs> there you go. But, but, and, after, and after eating barbecue. There you and, go. And a whiskey in hand. And then Rob's going to drive the bowl. If that's not if that's not a party, I don't know what is. I I don't know. It's so Twitter worthy. I, I'm assuming uh, we'll have GoPros on hand to take video of all these happenings to make sure that we capture that moment. That's a great idea. I don't know if we do. We should suggest that because we totally still have two weeks to make that happen. It's an Instagram moment or Snapchat. You know that disappears after seven seconds. It might be more appropriate. I you know that might be long enough for somebody to fall off the bull. It is. You only have to go eight seconds. There you go. 
Um, so really, I think that that closes out mostly what I wanted to chat about. Um, I did want to promo that we're in booth A38. Um, we've got the community event going on, but if you come by our booth, uh, we've got the Solid Fire socks. Those blasted through the acquisition. You can still catch a pair of those. Are these and, the originals or are these the new ones? 3.0. 3.0. Yeah. Um, you know, we launched those earlier this year. They, they have their own instruction manual and white paper to help you understand how to best deploy your socks. I believe there's a video out there as well at Atwell did. Yes, Atwell did a did a video on on how to deploy the socks and wear them successfully, and you know troubleshoot any problems you might have with your socks. But you shouldn't have any because you know five nines of comfort. That's what we offer. Five nines of comfort. So really, just come by the booth, come by the party, uh, check out any one of our seventeen sessions, and and to see how Solid Fire and NetApp are better together with OpenStack. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for leading that discussion. Um, and thank you, Rob and Brendan and John, for talking to us about OpenStack Summit and what's to come. Um, I'm sure we'll be seeing lots of tweets and videos coming out of that summit uh, of barbecue and bowls and OpenStack goodness. All right, before we go, I'd like to have uh, you guys tell us a little bit about how to get in contact with you if you want to have any additional information about OpenStack Summit or just in particular about you know the OpenStack things that you guys are doing. Um, let's start with Kelly. Kelly, how do we get in touch with you on Twitter or anywhere else? You can get in touch with me on Twitter. I am at Kelly Beckman, B-O-E-C-K-M-A-N. There's that pesky German O in my name. Um, so you can reach me there, and then I will also be attending. So you can find me in the booth, and you can find me walking around the show floor, and I will be at our um, community event. So no umlauts in that name? No umlauts, but oh, that's terrible. I definitely, when I married into a name, it, it was harder to pronounce than the maiden one. Uh. All right, Robert Esker, how do we get in touch with you? You know, probably the best way is just at OpenStack NetApp. Okay, uh, so you are like the the OpenStack NetApp entity. Uh, I'm one of a few. The floating head. Behind that, yeah. All right, so at OpenStack NetApp, right? And that's all one word? It is. Okay. John Griffith, how do we get in touch with you? Well, uh, there's always IRC. I'm on there a lot. It's Jay Griffith. Um, and then if you do want to do the Twitter thing, it's at JDG underscore eight. Um, I'm on there and randomly post stupid things. I don't think we've ever had anybody on here that's given that IRC name. I think oh, that that's be, a shame. I think no, you're no, that's first. Just, that's just sad. <laughs> it's just I mean, John's cool. I, feel, I mean, I, I feel will compelled to mention mine is Esker E S K E R on IRC. So we got two our IRC holdouts. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you will often find me in Pound PowerShell, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't know that people went to find people there anymore. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they had an IRC. <laughs> Man, I didn't know they you were smart know. enough to have their own IRC. <laughs> it's a, it's a c- collision of of planets. PowerShell and IRC. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Interesting indeed. All right, and last but not least, Brendan Wolf. How do we get in touch with you? Yeah, so I'm a marketing guy, so you can get me on Twitter at BG Wolf, uh, W-O-L-F-E. There is an E on the end of that. Um, yeah, it's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And I also am on the uh, OpenStack NetApp hand- Twitter handle. Um, but, you know, I try and be more corporate when I'm managing that thing. I'm disappointed you didn't make your Twitter handle hungry like the wolf. I think it was taken. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, you need to jump on that now. 
All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes or SoundCloud or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review on behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team and Kelly Beckman, Brendan Wolf, John Griffith, and Robert Esker. Thanks for listening. I think that went well, guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That went great. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. How, how are you guys doing holding up over there on Skype? None of us dropped off. That's good. That's good. That's always, good. A, that's always a good sign when Skype doesn't drop you off. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So we'll see you guys at OpenStack Summit. Are you done dropping stuff, Sully, in the entire episode? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's all right. OpenStack Summit. See you guys there.